There were renewed calls today for an official remembrance of what happened at the 1972 Olympic Games in Munich. That September, Palestinian militants stormed the Israeli quarters at the Olympic Village. They killed one Israeli and took 10 more hostage. A rescue attempt went wrong, and all the Israeli hostages, athletes, and coaches were killed. Relatives of the dead are lobbying for a minute of silence to be included in tomorrow's opening gala. The world's Alex Galifant reports from London. Andre Spitzer was Israel's fencing coach in Munich. He was 29 when he arrived at the Games. He was so excited. His wife, Anki, says Andre's happiness wasn't only about sport. Meeting people from different countries, to be able to intermingle, that was his dream. And that uh, I remember very, very vividly from that time. When Andre and his fellow Israelis were taken hostage, Anki watched on television with the rest of the world. At one point, Andre was brought to a window, stripped to his underwear. You could see that his hands were tied behind his back, and the most humiliating thing for him was, in my opinion, that he did not wear his glasses, and he, and he I could not see without his glasses. Since the murder of her husband, Anki Spitzer has spent 40 years in search of a single minute. But at every Olympic game since 1972, Olympic authorities have rejected her call for an official moment of silence. In Montreal, they told us that there are 21 Arab delegations and they're uh, going to walk out. And I said, let them walk out, because if they don't understand the idea of the Olympics, then they have no reason to be there. Then we were told that we are bringing politics into the Olympics. That was in Barcelona Games in 92. This year, in London, she's making the case again. And Spitzer's message has been bolstered by an online petition organized by a Jewish group in New York. More than 100,000 people have signed it. Both President Obama and Mitt Romney have expressed support. But the International Olympic Committee says the opening ceremony is not an appropriate forum for memorializing the victims. And it says the Olympic community has already remembered the events of 1972 many times. Not enough, says Alan Aziz of Britain's Zionist Federation. They may have done some things where three or four people have done something within a small room, but that's not the same thing at all. And they really should have the guts to take the decision to do something properly in public and in the appropriate forum. The IOC says there will be a major memorial event during these Olympic Games on August 6th. Prime Minister David Cameron plans to attend, along with the IOC head Jacques Rogge. But it won't be at an Olympic venue, and it won't be seen by the one billion people expected to tune in for the opening ceremony. All we're saying is that this happened during the Olympic Games, and it is wholly appropriate that a moment, a minute's silence takes place, and yes, within the Olympic Games. Aziz says he understands the IOC's concern about any perceived politicization of the Games. He says it's not a Jewish issue. Other Olympic tragedies are equally worthy of remembrance. The victims of the Atlanta bombing in 1996, for instance. If they were to announce that they would like to hold a minute silence for any victims who happened to die in any of the Olympic Games, I would personally be completely happy with that. It's unlikely that the Olympic movement would want to devote a segment of its big party to its most horrific moments. And some observers say that might be the real sticking point. The Olympic Games are a very expensive celebration, There's a lot, and a lot of money, riding on people having a good time. For The World, I'm Alex Galifant, in London.